Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Emotion Monday. It is another day for a jump start, another Monday. I haven't been on here in a while. Um, so I'm here today and we're starting a new series. So I'm just going to go ahead and get through my intro so we can get started in the conversation. All right. So welcome to Emotion Monday. It is a play on words. E is for electronic motion is movement. Um, I prayed about doing this on a regular basis and God gave me the okay. I said, God, I will continue to do this as long as you give me something to deposit into, you know, his people. And he does faithfully every time. So, you know, the whole theme of it is we don't know what people go through in the weekend, their week. So this serves as a push, could be confirmation on something that God is discussing with you or dealing with you about. So God has given me this to do this on Mondays. I try to be consistent on it, but there are times when God takes me away you know, and to just really just concentrate. So basically how this goes is that um, I write a blog that is the uh, foundation of our discussion. And then, you know, sometimes I'll just got to speak through me and then I'll speak in between what I wrote. So it's definitely more than what is written on the blog. And you can access the blog on the Psalms of my emotions.com. Well, the P of me dot com as it is abbreviated because it is long <laughs> so it's on the pfme.com click on the blog section you can get all the blogs read all the blogs so i just uh don't want to keep on rambling on without acknowledging my podcast listeners this usually uploads pretty quickly right after i jump off i don't want to leave out my podcast listeners listen they listen all over the country, all over the world. And I am just so grateful. Um, I'm celebrating this may be little to some, but it's huge to me. Um, I, I currently have a thousand uploads. And, you know, this is considering, you know, I don't have, you know, um, connections. I don't have, you know, it's just me, little old me out there. <laughs> they God told me to do it and I'm obedient to what he is saying. So welcome, 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 welcome. It is definitely a nice day today. We are entering, really entering into getting warmer. So I know this broadcast is probably at a time where people are enjoying the warm weather and that is quite all right. I was going through some technical difficulties. I wanted to be in a different space and change uh, my scenery, but the computer that I had in another area of the house just wasn't cooperating, y'all. But anyways, today, I'm not going to keep you guys long, you know, so there's usually um, the emotion Mondays are usually under an hour. So we're going to be talking about the topic today is the power of the P, which is the power of Psalms. I kind of, if anyone knows about that uh, movement, I'm not going to get in detail about it, but it's basically like female empowerment, you know, the power of woman the power that women have, you know, that they don't know that they possess. Read between the lines <laughs> with the power of the P. But God had given me this a long time ago, just a play on that. Okay, that's the world's term. But, you know, as far as being in Christianity, what is the power of the P, which to me is the power of the Psalm. 
And I know it to be, you know, especially the book of Psalms is just so powerful and been so impactful and powerful in my life that, you know, I just had to share. So pretty much today, I'm kind of giving you guys an insight on sort of how this ministry started. You know, if you're ever wondering what is the Psalms of my emotions, um, this is a ministry that God has released to me um, out of just my deliverance, my healing, what he had to use to get me out of dark places and what he has used to pull the creativity out of me. You know, this is what he had to use. He had to use the Psalms, right? And I'm not going to get too much into it. I'm just going to go ahead and read this blog. And so we can get started. And you guys know our hashtag here um, is let the healing begin. Let's come. Let me drop these nuggets. All right. You know, that's one other thing that we share here is Jesus nuggets. And that's what I do. I drop them and I go. All right. So again, uh, the subject uh, for today um, is the series starting today is the power of the P, the power of the song. <laughs> I just, you know, I just thought it was pretty cool to say it in that way. You know, if anybody know about that movement and they have poetry and everything, so I kind of want to tie it in. Um, so anyways, uh, let's read. Uh, there is indeed power of the psalm. Healing, strength, and deliverance is indeed waiting for you. Found in the create, creatively written words found in the book of Psalms. Listen, this, I mean, that's all I talk about here. You know, again, like I said, the ministry is the Psalms of my emotions. My first published book is called the Psalms of my emotions. You know, the podcast is just follows right after. It's nothing different. It's the Psalms of my emotions podcast is because I had such a testimony and the Psalms helped me regulate how I was feeling, especially how God was moving in me spiritually. Because when you come to Christ, everything's not hunky-dory. Everything's not a smooth sailing and a smooth ride. You're still going to go through emotions. You know, you're still going to go through feelings. You're still going to go through these things that you might have not thought that you had to experience and Christian them. Christian dumb, but you do, you know, because the flesh is very much alive and, you know, you'll feel anger, you'll feel uh, fear, you'll feel all of these emotions. But if you let God help you with them, there will be a testimony that comes from it. And this is all, you know, coming from a testimony, you know, everything is built on my testimony because of the Psalms. So let me just go ahead. I'm not going to keep on. I'm just so passionate you know, about the Psalms. It's just something that, like I said, is foundational for me. So I'm just going to go ahead and keep on reading. Uh, this title was on my mind for a long time. I know the power of a Psalm because there was one particular Psalm in the Bible that changed the trajectory in my life. And it still guides me to this day. Psalm 27. I'm all about Psalm 27. I'm all about it. I'm all about it. That first line gets me. I'm going to read it as well. It's just something. And it's still, it's like a map for my life. It still is. And, you know, I, like I said, I'm just going to go ahead and read it and discuss in between. I don't want to stay here, right? Um, it helped me birth a book and birth a ministry, like I explained to you guys earlier. Um, it became the foundation of my purpose on this earth. 
the definition of a psalm is a sacred song or poem. It's a sacred song or poem. In Hebrew, the word psalms is tehillim, der derivates from the root hilamid, hilamid, that produces the words to praise, to shine. And it says, for example, the root of the Hebrew words for shining and psalms includes instructions for those who intend to sing psalms. The psalmist must flash forth light. Whoa. So before, you know, I know all about the, the psalms and reading it, but reading from this Hebrew, you know, definition of it, you know, about the psalmist must flash forth light, like these psalms were light. It makes all the more sense. You know, this was my light in my dark place. This like led me down the path that God had ordained for me. So definitely powerful because it was full of light. So when I read this and as I was doing, you know, my little research for today, that was powerful to me. That blessed my soul. Like no wonder it's so power, the powerful. It's just not the same. I mean, the whole book of the Bible, the whole Bible is full of, you know, like, but no, it's something about songs it, it it shares light on things you know that you are you know you otherwise might not have discovered you know um i'm a music person i listen to music and you know when you listen to your favorite songs it could be r&b r&b is my thing you know i listen to r&b i listen to classical music i listen to jazz like those are my three that I like because for some reason it helps deal with your emotions depending on what you're listening to, but it kind of gives you definition to how you feel, you know, listening to the instruments. Um, you know, of course, jazz is just all instruments. Um, and sometimes there is singing, but most of the time it's the instruments. Sometimes the instruments will minister to you and it helps you overcome some things. You know, that's why with classical music, it helps me overcome some things. It um, is calming. Um, it can get confidence in some areas. Um, R&B for me is all about the lyrics for me. And uh, R&B music, you know, not all of them, but, you know, most R&B music, especially 80s, 90s, you know, that genre, maybe early uh, 2000s. But I'm all about music. I'm all about those genres, even, you know, rap, conscious rap. You know, it's all about the lyrics for me. It's all about the upliftment that it does. And me understanding why I'm so drawn to that is because I'm a creative and I'm a writer and I, you know, write poetry, even though I'm, <laughs> I have to be brave enough to put that stuff out. You know, for some reason, poetry is so intimate for me, you know, um, it's so intimate for me um, because to me, poetry is like a whole nother level of expressing how you feel it really leaves, it's like really leaves you naked <laughs> when you're writing poetry, but not say that I'm not afraid to, it's just really just like a, a sensitive area, but hey, I'm getting to it, y'all, y'all gonna hear some more poetry from me, um, but anyways, like I said, the Psalms is like a light, so I was just so enthusiastic about that fact, so whoa, sounds powerful, right? So not by definition have I come to know the meaning of Psalms in the Bible, but by experience. Listen, I have experienced this song, right? Um, first, let me state that I love music. I told you guys that I love music. 
Uh, when I say that, I'm just not saying that lightly. I'm very sensitive to music. I always say that music and lyrics take your soul to a place uninvited. Like that is my um, quote that I make up. You know, it takes you to a place uninvited. It enters into our ears and can truly influence us without permission. That is simply why I can't listen to everything, especially while the Holy Ghost is housed inside of me. Listen, the Holy Ghost is just when you listen to stuff, stuff come on the radio. It's things that I used to listen to before. I can't listen to no more. I'm like, I can't listen to this because it, it just bothers my spirit. So, but you know, that's why we have to be careful in what we listen to, you know? So if you're wondering why you're listening to a certain song and then you might, you might have an attitude or it might make you do things that you otherwise might not have done. It is because it is the power of the music. It is the power of the songs. You know, it has influences. It, it, it sheds light on things that very well may be dark sometimes. You know, so that's why you have to be very careful, you know, especially if you are a creative, be very careful in listening to music because they it will influence you in some kind of way, um, you know, your feelings, because, you know, creatives, if you don't know, creatives really run off their feelings. Really, our emotions are high. <laughs> if you are creative, you it's no intellectual um, thing. It's all about how we feel. You know, and we and the thing about creators is that they have this ability to express how they feel in such a colorful way, in such a way that a lot of people it's hard to communicate how they feel. But that's how creatives do. But anyways, I don't want to get lost uh, too much in that. So, like I said, um, you know, when I say that, I'm just not saying that lightly. I'm very sensitive to music. You know, like I said, it takes you to places uninvited, and um. But anyways, I experienced a psalm in one of the darkest moments of my life. I think I've spoke about this in earlier, you know, a couple of years ago. Um, and some of you have not been here a couple of years ago. And especially this podcast has never been here a couple. I, uh, well, well, wait a minute. No, it hasn't been here a couple of years ago. How long have I had this podcast? It's been a while. <laughs> but anyways, I don't think I've ever talked about it on the podcast. Um, you know, I experienced a psalm in one of the darkest moments of my life. I always had a Bible where I lived, but ask me if I ever opened it up. We all know, you know, sometimes some of, in some, it may be some of us, um, and this is not to guilt trip or anything. We have a Bible in our house and we never open it up. So look, that was me. That was me in my early twenties. You know, I always had the Bible wherever I lived at, wherever I was, it was always there. So I experienced a psalm in one of the darkest moments of my life. I always had a Bible where I lived. But like I said, ask me if I ever opened it up. It laid there with dust, maybe just signifying that I believed in God, but the relationship had not yet been strengthened. So I believe when I had the Bible at that time, it was just like, okay, it's there because I believe in God. I believe, you know, in the word, but I don't know. It's not making sense to me yet. You know, I'm pretty sure some of you were there before or are there, you know, where you have the Bible, but it's not making sense to you yet. And usually the Bible will start to unveil and unfold itself as you go through life. Right. So anyways, 
<laughs> to make a long story short, because the long story is in my first published book, The Signs of My Emotions, shameless plug. <laughs> and you can find that on Amazon and the hyperlink is in the blog. Um, depression came tumbling down like a load of bricks. I mean, at that point in my life, it came down like out of nowhere, it seemed. It just seemed like it was one thing that broke the camel's back. And you would think like, why would that one thing, wasn't just that one thing, it was a combination of things that were going on in my life that caused, to, it felt like, you know, my world was crashing, which it really wasn't. It was just things, and I will read it. I'm not going to read this blog before I read this blog, right? So it seemed as if nothing was working out and all that I ever wanted just was not happening. To throw a tidbit into this blog without getting off subject, I was caught up in my own expectations and goals and never asked God. I believe that was the problem. I was, I'm going to say that again, how all of my world was crashing down. I was caught up in my own expectations and goals and never asked God what he expected from me. I'm going to read that again. I just felt like I need to read that and I need to reiterate that to someone that is listening or will catch the replay or will uh, push play on the podcast episode. You know, just think about it. What pressures are you putting on yourself? What expectations and goals are you putting on yourself that you never asked God what he expected from you first? You never asked God, well, you know, kind of, Bounce some stuff off of him. God, I think I see myself doing this. And you will be surprised when you go to him. And, and when I say go to him, that means in prayer. And prayer doesn't have to sound so um, how people make it. Just such a uh, tight-knit, uh, real calculated thing, real organized thing. You know, you, you it is, but not like that, like religious wise, you go to God, you're having a conversation with God, you're talking to him. You know, you're not talking at him, you're having a conversation with him. So you could be like, well, you know, I mean, like this, God, like I said, I see myself doing this. And you may not get it in prayer at that moment, because he knows when your spirit is ready to receive something. You may get it in a moment of you tried it and you failed or you get it in a moment where he gives you confirmation with anything, you know, somebody that you can encounter. You could be watching something on TV. Somebody could come to you and say, well, you know what? I have this feeling to tell you this. There's ways that God, because God will answer. Listen, you go to God and ask him. He answers. No doubt about it. Right. So I'm going to read it one more time and we're going to move on because I just feel such a weight on this. I was caught up in my own expectations and goals and never asked God what he expected from me. Definitely another subject and topic for another time. Listen, that could be a whole life right there. I can really get into that. So now back to Psalm 27. <laughs> I opened up my dusty Bible and that was the first scripture that came into view. The first line hit me immediately y'all don't understand i opened it up and that was the first thing that i saw uh, the lord is my light and my salvation whom shall i fear the lord is the strength of my life of whom shall i be afraid for some of you it's a very familiar passage of scripture but 
for me, this was my life boat. I mean, I can't emphasize it enough. This whole psalm was my life boat. So is this why I was so anxious for the future? So anxious to graduate from school to have the perfect job? So anxious to get married because I felt that it would repair what was broken inside of my spirit? I put myself in this mess. Listen, y'all. So rushing and being very ambitious could be the result of moving out of fear. That is another thing. If you really just stop and evaluate your actions, if you're, you know, got to give you a timing. But if you just feel like you're literally killing yourself to get to a certain point, you really have to ask yourself, why, what is the rush? What is pushing me to do this? And you will be surprised that a lot of times it's out of fear. We don't think of it that way. A lot of people don't think about it as fear because, hey, I'm going after it. How is I'm be, How am I being fearful if I'm going after it? No, it's like you're running away from something. You're running, you know, some people are scared to fail, scared to be in a place that they once were, traumatized by a, a past. And so you want to get so far away from it. But yet it now it's causing you to be anxious, which if we're not careful, when things don't go the way that we want, it will lead you to depression. Trust. I'm not speaking from what I don't know, right? <laughs> um, like I said, rushing and being very ambitious could be the result of moving out of fear. We don't think of it that way, but oftentimes we feel that we have to get it done now. We have to get it done now or else it will never happen for us. Who told you that? Who told you that it will never happen? If you don't get married in your 30s, you'll feel like it'll never happen. In your 20s, it'll never happen. I'm using this because these are common things that people are fear fearful and people that have, you know, that set goals for, you know, to get married. And um, I mean, it could be jobs. It could be, you know, career things. These are common things that people want to rush and do because they feel like, you know, we have to understand that the world sets times for us, knowing and unknowing. I had a discussion with my sister the other day about, you know, about uh, senior citizens, you know, in 50s, I mean, 60s, 70s, and I mean, even 50s, you feel that, you know, that you're old and, and okay, retirement age is whatever age it is, maybe since 70s now, because they keep pushing it up, right? Who set that timeline? Who said that you're old? Who set that, you know, and, and even with medicine, medical things, who said that you're too old to, to carry a child, right? Everything is in God's timing. Who said that? The world tells you that. The world always has a time frame. God is time. So he controls everything. So when we want to know the timing of things of God in our life, we have to lean on him. And this psalm helped me, right? It helped me to run to God when I was fearing fearful and just being very anxious. It helped me to run to him because I need to hide in him. And, you know, that's further along with the psalm. Hide me. He's hiding me until I get better. You know, he's communicating with me because I'm seeking him. 
it's just all about you know this a uh, level of certainty that i am that i'm in god i know you're here but i'm just not going to get into that because look i could be here for hours breaking down that whole psalm right so the psalm uh let me see <clears throat> i skipped past a point sorry so you know who told you that it will never you know sometimes we feel like if we don't get it done in the time frame it will never happen for us at that point, I wanted to know the Lord. I wanted to say, wanted him to save me from this dark cloud hovering over my head. My mind literally shut down unexpectedly because I simply couldn't handle the pressure I placed on myself. It was ungodly. Sometimes we can put ungodly pressure upon ourselves. And then we wonder why we're waking up depressed. We're waking up you know, not feeling like we can get anything done. A lot of times it comes from us putting ungodly pressure upon ourselves. You know, God's yoke is easy and his burdens are light. So if you are walking in God and the, these things that you're doing for him are not easy, like the yoke is easy, the weight is easy, it's, it's easy to get there. He won't let you toil. You know, not to say that you're being lazy. It's a different kind of labor that's rewarding and something that you want to do because you know it glorify God. So I'm not talking about being lazy and not working. But, you know, his yoke is easy. His way is easy and his burdens are light. So whatever work that he gives and assigns to you is light. You can carry it. You're able to carry it. So like I said, it's not being lazy. It's He gives you something that you're able to do right so if it's too heavy if it seems like we can't find our way it's because more than likely we put that on ourselves or you and then we open the door and the enemy lies to us and telling us oh well you're not working harder you're not doing this enough you're not doing that enough he likes to feed on that so this is just some holy ghost nuggets that's just coming down right now somebody needs to hear that you know, you need to know and weigh in what pressures you put on yourself. Are you going, you know, this is how depression starts, you know, because we put these unexpected expectations upon ourselves and it's too heavy. It's ungodly. Like I said, <laughs> the Psalm of David then gave me hope that if I only cry out to him, the Lord will take care of me and all my worries and fears. And I didn't get it right away. Like I said, I read this Psalm 27 as a means at that time to stop feeling the heaviness that I was feeling. And it worked, but I still had some things I had to do. You know, I still was going through things and I still didn't give, you know, return back to God. I still didn't give my life to God, but it sustained me until I came back to him. You know, I will always go to that scripture, even if I didn't, you know, get, I didn't get filled with the Holy Ghost, you know, and all of that. I didn't get filled with the Holy Ghost, but it's just like, it stuck with me and it was like my guide. So then when I did, and, and really that was like in my twenties, I didn't fully give my life to God until I was 30. Right. So it was years. So that Psalm, the power of the P, the power of that Psalm carried me through until I surrendered my life to God. So it was a process. It didn't happen immediately. And in that moment of giving my life fully to God, I was able to cry out like I should have, which worship, worship was on 100. 
the first year that I gave my life to God, my worship was on 100. And to be honest and transparent, you know, I could worship on the drop of a hat, but it was something about that worship in that season of my life that was unmatched. It birthed something in me. I worshiped every day for a year religiously in my basement, in my room, which is in the basement, <laughs> in my room, I couldn't wait to go to bed. Like I was in that space. I couldn't wait to go to bed. I would go to bed early at 10 o'clock, nine o'clock. And I couldn't wait that the day was finally over so I can go in my room and worship God as long as I wanted. I wanted to pour out the day to him, right? So the book of Psalms, you know, the Psalm 27, it helped me do that. So it was so powerful that it helped me get through a breakthrough. It helped me get some breakthrough in my life, right? It helped me break down that, that break up that ground that was holding my legs, you know, break up that cement that was holding my feet, right? Into bondage. That's what it was doing. It broke that song. Listen, the power of the song broke up that ground for me so I could move. All right. Listen, uh, the thing is, uh, let's see, the Psalm of David then gave me hope that if I cry out to him, the Lord will take care of me and all my worries and fears. The thing is, the book of Psalms is the only book that made sense to me. And if you read the research on the book of Psalms, they equivalated to like the, the little, the small book. It's like the whole Bible in this small book. Because it does prophesy to Jesus coming. I won't get into that. <laughs> I am a preacher teacher. I won't get into that, you know. Um, but, you know, there's a sections. There's poetic. It's it's a lot. It's a lot, you know. And it's different authors, you know. It's David. It's Asaph. It's, it's different, right? So if you really want to be blessed by it, do your research on the whole book of Psalms. But pretty much in a nutshell, it's like a mini Bible. But I say it's the Bible for the creatives. I always say that the Psalms is the is like the Bible for the creatives. And I'll tell you why I'm going to read it. Uh, the thing is, the book of Psalms is the only book that made sense to me. It had a language that I could only understand. As years passed on and as I gained an understanding of who I am and God, I understood stood that this book of poetry and songs made sense because I'm a creative writer. It brought that out of me. It brought what I felt. Listen, I've always written little stories. I've written poems. I've written things, but didn't see the value in it. I really didn't. Um, I remember in high school, I would write and I would enroll in my creative writing class and I would always get, you know, accolades on anything that I wrote. The teacher loved it. So I would write little, I remember I wrote a little story. It got passed around, you know, in my high school level. And people were asking me, well, when are you going to write the next chapter? Let me read the next chapter. And I, I still have it too, to this day. I have a copy of, you know, that little book that I wrote. Um, and then I wrote, um, like I said, poetry. I wrote a mock uh, news uh, magazine. It was just, that was my goal. But the enemy got in my head where, you know, what are you going to do with this? You know, nobody appreciates writers. Nobody, what you going to do with this? Right? 
So that's the the lies that was told to me. But it's like the book of Psalms brought me back to my place, right? Because I understood this book. You know, it spoke my language. It spoke poetry. It spoke songs, the lyrics. It just spoke to my spirit so that it caused movement in my purpose. So as years passed on, as I gained understanding of who I am in God, I understood that this book of poetry and songs made me sense made sense because I'm a creative writer. Creators have their own way of putting words together to make things make sense to them. Like I said, if you guys are on here listening, you're creative. Podcast listeners, you're creative. Um, their way of communicating can sound poetic because their movements, even their lips, have to reflect the colorful language that resides inside their souls. I think in color, right? I write in color. I have to elaborate how I feel, right? So they can sound deep. We can sound deep. And people make fun of that, you know? Uh, why can't you just simply say this? I can't, right? It's a, uh, I said they can sound deep and very intellectual, but that is only because of how deep they feel. We got to explain it the best way. It's like we can color how we feel. And when we put it out there, people read it and they know exactly how we feel. You know, so it's definitely a talent. It's definitely a gift that God gives, you know, the creatives and where we can just explain it like nobody else can. Right. So plain words just won't do it. We need color. <laughs> Plain words. It just can't be simple for us. That's why songwriters, people that got to, that's what songwriters do. They draw out the feeling of love. They draw out how they feel. And when they draw it out and people listen, oh, I, you making me feel. You know, that's how it is. So this is very well just the start of the series that I will be dealing with this month. So I didn't get too deep into it for this blog entry. So this is pretty much the end. So you guys next week will be a continuation of, you know, I didn't want to keep you guys long today. This was just a intro and I knew it was going to be about me and how, you know, basically just kind of give you guys the foundation. Um, Trust me, I have plenty to speak on the book that changed the trajectory in my life and gave me definition to my assignment. I hope this blessed you thus Far. So you guys could comment, you know, even though this live is ending, you guys could comment, you guys can tell me just really, and I probably do like a, a Psalm challenge or something like put your favorite Psalm up and, you know, and how did it get you through? Or if you had no experience with reading the book of Psalms, this will have you deep, deep dig in and find one and you will be surprised how it will change your life and how will will just give you direction because um, there's nothing new under the sun. You know, everything that we went through, if you read the Bible, you'll get direction and, and it'll show you, you know, how to deal with how you feel, show you the wrong way to how to deal with how you feel and show you the right way to, to deal with how you feel. So I just didn't want to keep you guys long for those that are going to watch the replay and the podcast. I'm just going to do the ending really quick. Um, Let's see. So, um, like I said, as always, subscribe to my YouTube channel, The Songs of My Emotions Ministries. Um, if you want to email me, you can email me at McCoy at thepfme.com. 
you can subscribe to this podcast. Like I said, I'm so proud of this podcast. And I did a podcast class the uh, last month and or not last month, Lord Jesus, help me a couple weeks ago. And it, it went great. Got a lot of good feedback. People wanted to know when the next class is. Just hold on tight. I'm trying to work a new platform um, as far as how to teach and really just get a system going on what to do with these classes because I want to teach more than podcast classes. You know, as some of you may know, my whole thing is I coach, I push. So there are going to be coaching areas, you know, where I can help you in because God has given me a lot of wisdom on things. And like I said, that woman with the oil that will probably be alive. (laughs) One of these days, because it blessed my life so much, the woman with the little oil didn't think she had much, but she had more than what she thought. And that's what I'm experiencing this season. I have more than what I thought. (laughs) Uh, Follow me on TikTok, y'all. Silence and bonnets. I be dropping nuggets and it'd be some funny stuff in there in my bonnet. I am going to recite poetry as well. It's coming. I keep saying that, didn't nothing be on there. Um, but yes, poetry is definitely coming, which is going to be uh, for my next book because, hey, God is really wanting me to get this out, okay? <laughs> so I thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, thank you for, you know, if you share, like, comment, thank you for tuning in. Like I said, I know it's a nice day. Really wasn't nobody on here. <laughs> Because it is a nice day and I completely understand the replay and podcasts are available. Thank God for that. So anyways, I thank you guys and I will see you next week and post little videos and, you know, and quotes, whatever I do. (laughs) This won't be the last, but I'll see you guys next week. And I hope this blessed you and was confirmation for you in any kind of way. (laughs) All right. Have a good night, guys. Bye-bye.